Mike Slater. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. Slater. I really can't. I can't uh, recommend enough the book "Devotion" by Adam Makos, an epic story of heroism, friendship, and um, and sacrifice. Jesse Brown and Tom Hunter uh, need to be uh, household names. Tom Hunter won the uh, earned the uh, the Medal of Honor. But my point is, uh, when you hear this their story, and and they could not have come from more different worlds, yet still came together because they had a common purpose. That's the most important thing. So diversity, we have to chat about this. It's so important. Diversity is a good thing. It's a, it's a fine thing. I, I, yeah, I'm going to go with neutral. It's, it just is. I'm not even saying good or bad. It just is. And there's good that comes from that. I mean, I, I think if you surround yourself with people who are different than you, I think you become a better person. Um, I guess I can tell you. Can I tell the story here real quick? I guess, again, we got a second, right? Um, so at my alma mater, uh, we, we had these scary things called secret societies. And I can't tell you if I was in one or not, but I have it on good authority of how they work. So what the, they would do uh, is they take, there's like, uh, I don't know, five of them. And they would take 16 people from across campus, only seniors. They were only for seniors. And for your entire senior year, you're in this secret society and you meet every Thursday and Sunday night. So you have skull and bones is one of them. Now they, they plot to take over the world, but the other ones are a little bit different. They have two purposes. First, each person, each of the 16 people come from completely different parts of campus from anyone else in the group. And it's only, it's only 5,000 people in that school. Um, so you think, well, how, I mean, you, you may not know everyone, but you have a pretty good idea. No, we've, <laughs> I have never met any of these people. Everyone's totally different. It's as diverse of a group as you could possibly put together. And it's point number one. And then the second thing is every person, each person, um, on one night of the year tells their entire life story and it takes hours. You leave no stone unturned. And at the end, everyone knows everything about your life, all your fears and your doubts and your losses and triumphs and everything. As many of those things as you can have when you're 21. So what happens is you're super vulnerable about your life. And when you're vulnerable to people who come from a completely different life than you are, than you came from, you realize you're not that different. (laughs) You're really not that different. I have friends, because of that experience, I have friends who are everything you could possibly imagine. Um, you know, one of the, the, the things that people talk about is uh, uh, you know, gender fluidity or whatever. I got a friend who is gender fluid. She told me what she was one time, and I was, I was like, what? what? And she's in a, a, a relationship with two people at the same time right now. Uh, gay friend, Muslim friend, friends from New York, L.A., Texas, and Iowa, whatever. And each of them make me a better person. 
So what you learn at the end of this experience is we have way more in common than, than differences. And also, real diversity is way more than skin color. We have such this fetish for diversity that we, we latch on to the most obvious one and then stop there. Right, Because people think diversity is so great. We think diversity is the greatest virtue. We find the thing that makes us different and then we don't, we, don't, we don't even look for any more. And we certainly don't pay any mind to unity. Diversity is more than skin color. Way more than skin color. Diver- that's, that's, skin color is the laziest of all the types of diversity. Too obvious. Of course, skin color is different. Who cares? There's diversity in how you were raised. Um, your passions. Diversity in your interests, diversity is in your talents. I want to play this clip here of uh, Morning Joseph the other day. This is uh, Richard Haas. He's an American diplomat and president of the Council on Foreign Relations. Clip two. You don't want to get me in this conversation. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Well, do do, 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 do you disagree with anything I've said? Uh, to some extent, yes. I, I find it kind of say one, I find it what? wrong that we've reached this point in our history where pro- being a professional as a journalist isn't enough, and you now have to have political litmus tests for journalists. Whatever happened to this profession? Why can't you just have talented professional journalists? Well, that's who a whole. Who that's that's a whole but, 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 but Richard, Richard, the pressing question is: Why are the talented professional journalists that run the networks and that are at the top of all the broadcast networks all Democrats? Isn't that just as pressing a question? Uh, you know, the answer is I expect there's media bias. I don't know. I've never done a, a poll. Richard. I see how people. Richard. How people are. Are. Come on, Richard. No. What? Come on, Richard. <laughs> like just like, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> sure. Willie's even going, come on. No. I mean, the answer is but you haven't gone one by one by one and see how they're registered. But so what? To me, the question is not Richard, how. Joe, the they're all the, Democrats, Richard. But the question is, are, can they be professional despite the fact well, that Democrats? I, right, exactly. But can you also hire some professional Republicans? Of course you can. That worked in the of course Bush White can. House? Of course you can. In, well, then why don't we? Why what? Why don't we hire? Why don't we hire Republicans that worked in the Bush White House like we hire well, people that, this were, table here. that, that was people Bill Clinton's flack? I said I knew I shouldn't get involved in this conversation. See? You said we it go back to Syria. You said it when you we should go back down. to Syria, which is much safer. And yeah. really? if, if you, they are higher, they're in boxes. Joe, we've talked about this a million times. I agree with you totally. When we talk about diversity, and I think that's really important in news divisions, we should also talk about cultural and ideological diversity. We should be out finding people who disagree with the overwhelming majority of opinions in news. And news. So uh, obviously, what uh, Willie just said there is true uh, about. Ideological diversity, right? More than just skin color, which is all anyone ever pays attention to. Uh, but the media and academia have no interest in real, true diversity. I'm sure you heard the clips by now of uh, the ladies on The View making horrible comments about Carly Fiorina's face, calling her face demented, calling it a scary Halloween mask. The people who talk the most about war on women and, and sexism being the most sexist. You may hear, maybe heard about this petition to fire uh, Raven Simone from The View because she doesn't hold the opinion that black people should have. <laughs> what? So here you have the people who talk the most about racism being racist. And here you have the people who talk the most about diversity, the media and academia, being the least diverse. 
That's interesting. <laughs> Think about that. The people who talk the most about racism are the most racist. The people who talk the most about sexism are most sexist. And the people who talk most about diversity are the least diverse. There was a survey done in the Journal of Behavioral and Brain Scientists, which is uh, something I've, I've uh, received this journal for many years now. I'm a subscriber for many years. Uh, 79% of social psychologists, right? So these are people who you, you would value diversity, right? 79% of social uh, psychologists have admitted that they would be less likely to hire a conservative colleague than a liberal scholar with equal qualifications. So all else equal, they went to the same school, same experience, blah, blah. And the tiebreaker was, are they conservative or are they liberal? The 79% of social psychologists said they would choose the liberal. How's that for diversity? They have no interest in, no interest in diversity of ideas. No, no, no interest in, in surrounding themselves with people different than themselves. I want to read one la- one line from this study. Um, the author says increased political diversity, so hiring conservatives, would improve social psychology. Right? Would improve the field of it. Would improve the science by reducing the impact of confirmation bias. Remember, that's like groupthink. Remember that groupthink was the whole thing. People were like, uh, that's how we, Bush got into Iraq, right? That's how we went into the Iraq war because George Bush surrounded himself with a bunch of people who thought just like him and there was uh, a bunch of groupthink. So this is what the authors say, hey, listen, we hire more conservatives or greater ideological diversity and you're going to reduce the impact of groupthink and you're also, by empowering dissenting minorities, you'll improve the quality of the majority's thinking. Right, so you get 10 people around a room, 10 liberals around a room, and they all say the same thing. And they're like, oh, we're wonderful, aren't we? But then you throw in a couple conservatives and they say, well, hold on. What about this point? Well, that's going to improve the liberals thinking. That's gonna, they're going to say, oh, yeah, okay, now we got to flip it around. Same thing. Bunch of conservatives. We agree on one thing. Bring in a liberal. Liberal says, well, what about this? Now, they may still be wrong, but at least we've improved our ability to counter that. We've improved our ability. We've thought more about it now, and it's improved our way of thinking it's good it's a good thing so that's true we know that everyone knows that knows that's true but still 79 percent of social psychologists choose to not be diverse not have diversity so the field of of psychology that they have dedicated their entire lives to they would rather sacrifice that in the name of political hegemony i guess right they would rather sacrifice that in the name of keeping conservatives out than actually be diverse. Now, they may say, well, what are you talking about? We have a black person here. Come on. That's the laziness I'm talking about. 1-888-900-3393. Again, coming up in uh, about 15 minutes, we're going to chat with the screenwriter, right, the author of uh, Braveheart. And he's got a book out called Living the Braveheart Life. And is, he's just, he's awesome. <laughs> he's the man. And you're going to love this conversation that's coming up in 15 minutes. Uh, Slater Radio on Twitter, one 888 Mike Slater Show, The Blaze Radio Network. Spread the word. Mike Slater. We'll continue in a moment on The Blaze Radio Network. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? 
Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. 